Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of utilization management in healthcare. And joining me to discuss this topic is manager and clinical review nurse, Meliza Weiner from the Bessler team. Meliza, welcome back to the show. Hi, Mike. Thank you very much for inviting me. So, Meliza, you and I have talked about this topic before. And when we think about how utilization management affects revenue at a hospital, we kind of think about it in maybe three separate areas. So I thought today's podcast, we could walk through those and, and go through some of your uh, your ideas and, and thoughts there. So the first being um, regulatory compliance. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, you know, it, it's funny you mentioned that because no, no matter which organization you, you go through, they will always talk about regulatory compliance and it actually makes sense. So um, regulatory agencies are there to make sure that we are doing what we're supposed to be doing for patients and um, our customers, and one of which is our lovely um, CMS. So the um, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services basically have a mandate for any hospitals that participate with Medicare, they have to have a utilization management in place. In fact, that's actually stated in their rules in, in Title 42. So that needs to occur. And for an organization to make sure that they are in compliance with Medicare, they have to show them that they have in, in policy that they have a committee that looks at utilization management. And what utilization management really means is that you have to take a look at what are you doing exactly for your clients. For healthcare organizations, these are your patients. Are you actually doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you using the resources that you're supposed to be doing? And it makes sense. It makes sense because the whole point of healthcare organization is to take care of patients, but you have to make sure that you're doing the right thing for them. And rightfully so as well, because healthcare organizations are also, let's face it, and be transparent, they're a business. So they need to have the financial stability to operate that way. And so you need some sort of a guideline and that's where regulatory agencies come in. You also have your Social Security Act that comes in place in there. And you have all the various, your payers, your, your quality improvement organizations as well come into place for that. Right. So the second area that we've talked about is cost containment, which uh, you know, there's revenue and there's costs. And of course, utilization management can help with the cost side too. Right. So utilization management, Basically, what they do is they, they look at from the beginning to the end. So when it comes to cost containment, they can increase the care efficiency and they can also decrease the revenue loss. So a good example is reviewing basically for medical necessity. Now, medical necessity, you're going to hear this term used all the time. It's interpreted broadly. People can interpret it in a different way. But in essence, the focus of medical necessity is basically is the illness of that patient severe enough that you also have the intensity of the services severe enough that it warrants the care to be safely delivered in a hospital? So that being said, you have to make sure that you cover all those entities. The only way to do that is you have utilization management in place. We're not sacrificing quality care. What they 
take tends to look at is they look at criteria which is evidence based, clinical, science evidence based, and they want to make sure that do you need to be there when you're supposed to be there and are you getting the right care? So a good example, and we call this a review, you take a look. I always use the example of if you're coming in, let's just say for one diagnosis, let's just say chest pain, and you're coming in and you're getting treated for chest pain, you have to take a look. Okay, while you're in there, are you going to get while you're in here, let's go take a look and let's do another test. And since you're going to be doing this test two months later, it has nothing to do with what you came in with. So we're not saying not to do the test. Is it the appropriate time to do the test? So that's one of those things that utilization management can help and work with cost containment, keeping the revenue as well and not losing it. Because the one thing you don't want to do is, is not get your revenue. You have to make sure that you get everything that you can get and take credit for it because you did the care. Of course, um, collaboration leads to operational efficiency. And you and I have also talked about the appropriate place for utilization management departments within an organization. And we're seeing more alignment within the revenue cycle, uh, for instance. But not everyone does it that way. So talk to us about um, some of the collaboration that does occur between utilization management departments in other areas of the hospital and uh, and perhaps where you see uh, the future of, of that department landing. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. I always, always, I always start everything from the beginning. So when, when we look at utilization management, you have the front end. Here's the front end. You got patients coming in. Before they come in the door, you can have utilization management take a look at, are we ready for that patient to come in? Do we have the necessary services to provide for that patient? Are the necessary payers aware? Did we get certification? Did we get all the papers in place? Um, they have to work with, ad with admissions. That's a department that at the front line they have to work with. Work with admissions, work with registration. Um, because they are focused on what they're doing. I'm not saying that they're siloed. A lot of people use the word siloed. They're not siloed. They're focused on what they're doing. Utilization management can come in and help support the admission department, the registration department, say, this person is coming in. This is what they got approved with insurance. Do we have all the paperwork in place? Do we have all the information we need? So that's one. With registration as well, they can help with as far as coding, when the patient gets discharged, do we have the correct disposition? They're the ones who's gonna put that into the system, which is gonna carry through to finance and billing. So if they are putting in information that's not really true to the picture of the patient, that could be a revenue loss. Um, a good example is if they're gonna be discharged to a long-term facility, but it's being coded as a skilled nursing facility, that's the difference of revenue. There's a difference of reimbursement right there. So that's where utilization management can come in and it can say, this patient was in for this condition and they're getting discharged to a long-term facility. It should be coded that way. So it helps also with coding and it helps with reimbursement. Um, another department that they work very well with is um, case management. We just talked about discharge planning. So when discharge planning occurs, Sometimes the focus is just patient was here, let's just make sure the patient goes home when they're supposed to go home. But do they have the necessary services? Utilization management can see that up, the, up front. When they come in, they can actually see the patient and they can say, we're gonna need 
maybe respiratory services to help, maybe we need physical therapy. They can work in tangible case management and they can work on that at the beginning. So then when it's time for discharge, they're not working on it at the back end and then you increase the length of stay. So they can decrease the length of stay by working on discharge planning as soon as the patient comes in. Because we wanna make sure that the patient gets discharged safely and appropriately, and then make sure that we do get our reimbursement for that care and services provided. Um, quality department. Quality department focuses on the quality of care provided. They have improvement activities. Sometimes they call it quality improvement. Sometimes they call it quality assessment. They can work with utilization management as far as standards, protocols, policy, as far as processes involved. So that's another area that utilization management can work with that department. Another department is revenue cycle. Revenue cycle and the finance department. They get all the information as far as contracts with the payers, what's gonna be reimbursed, um, limitations and denials. If they work with the utilization management upfront, they can mitigate those risk as far as denials. They can work on making sure that everything that's required per the contract is documented, and so it will affect coding and it will affect the reimbursement. So that alone helps with decreasing the revenue loss and making sure that they get the appropriate reimbursement. Well, it's certainly a, um, a hot topic today and uh, certainly uh, also a very important area uh, of the hospital and, and the operations. And uh, certainly everyone needs to contribute to ensuring that uh, revenue is uh, optimized at, at each facility and that you're capturing uh, every dollar that you've earned. Correct. Correct. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And um, right now, there, there's trends on where utilization management falls. Um, way back at the beginning, utilization management just started actually with the payers and have a very narrow focus. And now they are actually out there in the open working with hospital operations. And um, some have moved towards maybe working in tangent with revenue cycle, with finance. And to be frank, it doesn't matter whether utilization management is a solid line or a dotted line to finance and revenue cycle. I think what needs to be taken into account is that utilization management needs to be part of that team. They need to work in tangent with the finance department. The finance department have their knowledge of finances. Utilization management have their knowledge as far as payer requirements, guidelines, and clinical, which is the most important thing, not to lose focus on the clinical aspect, that they can put it together and bridge that gap that usually occurs between clinical and finance. They, they just need to work together um, because nowadays a stable um, healthcare organization needs to be agile enough to work with the regulatory agencies, contract changes, reimbursement rules and regulations. Everybody just in a sense of what we always say, everybody just needs to work together. Right. Well, great thoughts here today, Meliza. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you very much. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. 
smart about revenue, tenacious about results. 